Hey there, I'm Melanie Reed, and this is The HR Mentor. I'm very grateful and honored to be coming to you today from the unceded traditional territories of the Tecumlips to Shequetmec, within Shequetmec Ulu. And I'm thankful that I get to live, work, and play on these beautiful lands. In today's episode, I am going to be talking to two of my students, current students, who are leaders in our Thompson Rivers University HR Club. You've heard me a number of times on this show talk about strategies for networking, especially when you're a student. And one of them that I often talk about is getting involved with clubs and associations. So I invited Jenny and Patricia on the show today to talk about their decision to join the HR club, how they heard about the HR club, and what they think are the benefits of being part of a student club, as well as some of the capabilities and skills they've gained being a leader in a student club. I think this will be a valuable conversation for all of the students out there who are wondering how I can get started on my career development or my career plan while I'm still studying at university. I really hope you enjoy this conversation as much as I did. So let's get started. Welcome to the HR Mentor Podcast, the podcast for emerging HR practitioners to get practical advice, tools, and strategies to build credibility, confidence, and ultimately a fulfilling HR career. Welcome, Jenny and Patricia. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. I'm, I'm really thrilled and, and honored that you decided uh, to have a conversation with me about the TRUHR Club and your experience. I want to just start off, uh, maybe if each of you could introduce yourselves, maybe tell us what your role is in the HR Club and why you decided to study at Thompson Rivers University. So I'll start with you, Jenny. Why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are and, and how you came to be part of the uh, studying at TRU? Oh, so hello, everyone. And thank you, Melanie, for having me here today. My name is Jenny, and I'm studying at TRU uh, in Human Resources Management as my major and Project Management as my minor. So for me to come to TRU, was a long story, but when I come here and living in Kamloops, uh, going to TRU, I realized that like this is a great environment for me to uh, study, to expand my connection, because in Kamloops, I realized there is a really big and strong community for HR professional, and TRU is a great place for you to come study, meet a lot of people from different backgrounds. So. And with the club, now uh, now I'm the vice president. Wonderful. Thanks, Jenny. Patricia, could you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about how you came to be at TRU? Of course. Um, first of all, I just want to thank you for having me here today. I, I must say that I'm a big fan of yours. And um, your podcast has been a real treasure for young HR professionals and HR students like myself. I really appreciate all the work and efforts you've put into every episode. And I'm really honored to be here as well as your guest. As you mentioned, my name is Patricia. I'm from Brazil and I'm in my second year of studies in human resources management at TRU. 
And actually, I really like this question because coming to Canada has always been a dream to me. And when I started looking for a place to study, the only certainty that I had was that I wanted to pursue a diploma in human resources. But I didn't have a specific place in mind. I actually was considering lots of places all over Canada. However, I did have some criteria in my mind. Firstly, I was looking for a university that could provide me a focused learning experience. And secondly, I wanted a big change from my routine. And I give you some contextualization of why I wanted some change of my routine. Um, before coming to Canada, as I mentioned, I'm from Brazil. I used to live in a big city, Sao Paulo, uh, which is a big metropolis. And I was growing tired of the long hours of commuting to go to work. And I wanted to start fresh in Canada in every way possible. So choosing a small city was kind of strategic to me. So it was the kind of change that I wanted for my life. And I still remember when I was exploring my options, I came across TRU at an university fair in Brazil. I remember being really impressed by Canlops. I still remember the representative who talked to me and she described Canlops as the friendliest city in British Columbia. And that really caught my attention. And after that meeting, I started looking into more details about TRU and I just fell in love um, with the syllabus of the courses, the infrastructures of the university. And that's why I came up to study here at TRU. Um, and nowadays, uh, currently I am the president of the HR club, but I started as normal member in my first semester. And soon after I applied to be part of the executive team, my first official role in the HR club was as vice president of operations. And then finally, I got promoted to president at the end of my first years of, of study. And I have been the president since then. Wow, that's fantastic. Just going back to your story a little bit, I think that's probably, I don't know if we're the friendliest city in Canada, <laughs> but I feel like we're a pretty friendly city. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually kind of funny because you mentioned, mentioned that Kelps was the friendly city in British Columbia. Wasn't it? Oh, about British Canada? Columbia. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that it was one clarify. of the things that, um, of course, caught my attention and made me look more about the city and here yourself. It's interesting because I often wonder what um, attracts students to us. And I know it's uh, a smaller school and more affordable in Kamloops than in other cities, but it never occurred to me that students coming from larger centers would want a simpler kind of lifestyle or an easier lifestyle. I mean, that's why I came back to Kamloops because I was living in the lower mainland and I was tired of commuting places and I didn't want to raise my kids in a vehicle. And that's what <laughs> I felt like I was going to be doing. So yeah, I appreciate that perspective because I think that's probably true for other students as well that come from large centers. Jenny, did you come from a large city? Yes, I come from Ho Chi Minh City. That's the biggest uh, yeah. city in my country. So uh, and then when I came to Kamloops, a little bit shocked to me at yeah. first, but the more I live here, the more I feel like, oh, it's a good place to live. It's not that bad. And then, yeah, I really enjoy living in Kamloops. 
That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And there can be some real advantages for sure in terms of your ability to get involved with things. So let, let's talk about that a little bit. Jenny, how did you first hear about the Tier UHR Club? I heard about a club from one of my friends. He is Vietnamese and he was the former president of the club. So when I talked to him and I just explained myself that like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing now. I, I, I want to develop myself. I want to develop the skill, but I don't know where to start. And then he like, oh my God, what are you studying at TAU now? And he like, um, XR, but at that time I didn't pay attention that much. And then he like, why don't you go to the XRM club now? I'm the president. I can help you. Just come there, be a volunteer, work with us. You can meet a lot of people and see what you feel. And I, at that time, I just like, oh, wow, you have the club there. I didn't know that. So I will give it a try. And yes, now I'm stick with the club until my like almost graduation. So it's a good thing. Obviously, you're talking about Joe. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Who was? Joe. Yeah. Who is a a great president? Lots of energy. Um, yeah. Yeah. He, he brought is. a lot to the club. Right. Right. I talked to him, and he inspired me. He now we still talk about HR industry together. Sometimes I still uh, text him to ask him about the career and the job and everything. So he's wonderful. Well, and it just goes to show you how it can help you build a network, right? Of, of yes. joining the club. And Patricia, how did you hear about the HR club? It's funny that I'm listening to your journey and my story is kind of similar. I've also learned about the HR club through a friend and she happened to be a former president of yeah. the club as well. Michelle, big yeah. hug for you, Michelle, if you're listening <laughs> to the podcast. Um, actually, she was a fantastic. She happens to also be from Brazil, so... We yeah. connected very um, early on when I started my studies. And at that time, she was working at the club and she presented me all about it. That's fantastic. Yeah, Michelle's another great example of a TRU student who was really engaged with what was happening on campus and, and a really strong leader. And she's great at connecting with people too and making connections for people, which is, which is a really good skill. Yes. So what was your ultimate reason for joining the club? And maybe Patricia, I'll go back to you. Michelle introduced you to the club and, and what made you stay? That's actually interesting as well, because mostly I joined the club because of the opportunity to learn and grow. I knew early on when I decided to come to Canada that I needed to get the most of this experience. And by this uh, and getting the most of this experience meant that I needed to go beyond the classroom and expose myself to different challenges. I think for most, I knew that if I wanted to build a career in Canada and as a newcomer, as an immigrant, I needed to build my network as well. And in my mm -hmm. mind, the club offered me a door to be part of the community. But also, I can say that I was very fortunate to have Michelle, uh, uh, my friend, to guide me. She was also a role model to showcase the benefits of joining a club. So I decided since day one that I wanted to be part of the club myself. Wow, that's awesome. So 
what I'm hearing you say too, is that, you know, beyond the opportunity to network and to learn and grow, there are also opportunities to mentor and be mentored. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's fabulous. Jenny, what about you? What made you decide to stick with the club? Again, as I, in my story, at that time, I didn't know how to develop myself. And one more thing that like, when I opened my resume, I just look at that and like, it's totally empty. Oh, how can I find a job? How can I develop my career with this totally blank resume? And then when I talked to Joe and thing, and I, I started at the club as a volunteer, I just volunteer with the club just help them with the events and things. But the more I stay with them, the more I feel like, oh, I'm doing something that's really nice. I talk to people. Some people, they almost finished their degree, so they know more than me and the CPHR and the connection. I meet a lot of people. And then I feel like if I stick with the club, it's a good idea for me to know more people. It's a good idea for me to step in the industry, like HR industry, like easier. So I just stick with them and have the motivation to to work with the club. And then when I met Patricia, she's like, hey, Jenny, uh, I work with you. I know you. Do you want to be my vice president or why not? And then we work (laughs) together. I feel like we are a really good team. We can help each other, support each other in a really, really good way. And we work well together. So that's why I stick with them for so long. Yeah, I think I think you guys are a great team as well. Um, and you, you've done a lot of wonderful things that we'll talk about. I think it's important what you're saying about, you know, the looking at your resume and it's blank because, you know, we've talked about networking being one of the opportunities, but it also gives you some experience that you can put on your resume. And, and going back to what you said, Patricia, about, you know, coming to Canada and realizing you were going to need to kind of dig in beyond the classroom. I, I think a lot of students forget about the value of those sort of activities that are happening on campus and, and some of the value that they can provide you. I know certainly when I was going to university, I don't believe there was an HR club. If there was, we didn't know about it. Nobody that I was in HR programs with talked about it, but I, I do regret in my university days not spending more time on campus and getting more involved with what was happening because I, I think there's a lot of benefits to doing that. And I just want to add to that. Mm-hmm. I think you never know what kind of opportunities will show up for you if you join the club or not. So you might as well try and you're going to, of course, you're going to have a great chance to learn something, right? Yeah. And you risk very little. It may take some of your time to go to these things, but it's very low risk and there's low barriers to being part of it, right? You just you just have to go, <laughs> show yeah, up. Exactly. Yeah. So Patricia, I, what do you, oh, go ahead, Jenny. Well, I totally agree that like, as myself, like I take myself as a, an example that I saw with the club as a volunteer and then I step up as an event coordinator and then after that I got the position now as a vice president so it's the opportunity that the club they offer it's not like just only like oh you come there to get the connection to see people 
but mm. like you will see yourself de develop day by day and then i'm really proud of myself when i like step out there i step out my comfort zone to develop myself and to get to this position now it's a really important point right it's yeah. it's not just about going and learning from a speaker but you're actually building up your own capabilities right yes so what do you think are the key benefits of joining student clubs in general patricia moving aside even just from the hr club but what what benefits do student clubs provide um i may sound biased saying this but <laughs> i think there's so many benefits to joining a club and not only hr club any club um that the students might want to join I think clubs offer a place to learn and develop skills. It can also offer opportunities to network and gain exposure to industry professionals. Not to mention that by joining a club, you have access to a platform to connect with other HER students who have this similar interests than you, similar goals, career aspirations. And when I'm telling like as my experience as an international student, Having this community, getting to know the, who those students are, really make a difference throughout our journey. And one thing that many people overlook, but I think is really important, is that when you join a club, you have a chance to grow in a personal level. And I can tell by my own experience that joining the club helped me to develop self-confidence, to build resilience, and practice leadership. And mm -hmm. all these great skills are transferable and are essential to our careers once we graduate. And I think many people just overlook it and just forget about it. And I just want to highlight something that I think is very important when we talk about the benefits is that there is a difference uh, between joining a club and being an active member in a club. The, and I want to emphasize that because being a member just by being a member doesn't add anything to you. But if you are an active member, if you engage in on our events, if you always participating and taking the best of the opportunity, then you have an open door to all these benefits that I mentioned. That's a really important point. Yeah, it's like getting a membership at the gym, but never going inside of it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it just costs you 20 bucks a month, but you you don't ever increase your strength or whatever your goals are. Jenny, what did you want to add to that in terms of benefits? To me, like the benefit when people they join to the club is like, yeah, again, the resume. They can experience, they can uh, join the activities and then they can write um, everything that they've done with the club in the resume and it makes the resume pop up for sure. That's my personal experience. And then to me, joining the club, it's not anything that's serious. For me, it's for fun. And yes, I, I, it's really fun for me. I enjoy a lot. Yeah, I think we forget that, that it's, it's also a social thing to do, right? Yeah, yeah I'm thinking back to the first event that, uh, that you hosted this year that some of us in the faculty helped you with, which was our HR's Got Talent competition. That was such a fun night. I, I agree. Like after that night, me and Patricia, we sit down and we talk to each other and we like, oh, what did we do good? What did we do um, bad? But 
at the end of the day, I just told her like, oh my God, it was so fun. We enjoyed so much. We laugh a lot. We delete the gap between the members. We delete the gap between professor and students. So I think it's a really, really good time for all the members and for everybody who joined that day. Yeah, and, and I think, you know, over the years, obviously, I, I've been somewhat involved with supporting the club. And, you know, I think that point you make about sort of reducing the the gap between professors and students, when you when you have an opportunity to get to know people outside of the classroom, I, I think it helps them be more comfortable in your class, which builds trust, which allows students to take more risks in the classroom, like speaking up, asking tougher questions. And I think there's a lot of value in that to, to both our learning, both to mine as a, as a professor and to yours as students. Patricia, you mentioned a few skills or capabilities that you've developed um, as being a member of the club. Can you speak specifically to how you feel being in a leadership role in the club has helped you develop and grow? Yeah, um, that's interesting because being at the club, being the president in any kind of leadership position, it's a real a leadership lab for us because we can apply so many skills. For me specifically, among all the skills that I have gained, I believe that confidence has been by far one of my most important ones. Um, I, I say that because as a newcomer in Canada, as a woman, as a young leader, I faced many uncertainties and fears. And to start anew in Canada is, was not an easy thing to do. And one thing that I keep telling myself and remember myself through this journey is that we need to keep moving. We need to keep, I keep to, I need to keep challenging myself. And I always tell myself that there is no learning in the comfort zone. And by being a leader in the HR club, I think I could challenge myself constantly. And at the same time, I could learn how to trust myself. And I think that's something that any leader needs when once I graduate, once I become a leader in the industry, having confidence in myself and in my potential will be essential, is essential. Absolutely. And, you know, you are a leader. Um, I just want to say that you're already a leader. And I love what you said about, you know, having to move out of your comfort zone and learning to kind of figure out how to develop yourself. And I think that's, that's some of what, you know, the journey you've been on is is learning how to do that. And, and the club is, is a lower risk setting in order for you to try some of those things out. Jenny, what did you want to add to that? What skills or capabilities do you think being a leader in the club has, has helped you develop? Yes, I have learned a lot from the club and in, especially in my position now, the first thing is the decision-making before joining the club, I'm not that confident to know what I have to do uh, to know like, oh, this is a good decision or not, or this is a right way to go or not. But when I put myself in a leader position, I have to be more, as Patricia said, like more confident, more 
I have to say like power, like a leader of myself to have the decision for the whole group and lead the whole group uh, develop, right? And the next thing is like, I develop my listen skill more. I listen to all the people and then I listen to what they want, what they're thinking. And even in a conflict situation, I still have to sit down to listen to all the members, listen to all the um, executive uh, team members to see what should I do now and put myself in their suit to solve the problem. So I, I slow myself down more and also like get more skill that I think is going to be good for me in the leadership role. Yeah, and you're so right about the listening side of things because that's such an important skill in an HR role is being able to listen and understand or to draw out of people sort of what their challenges are, what their questions are. If you're if you're in an HR advisor role and you're working with managers, if you're a recruiter and you're trying to understand what a manager needs from a new recruit, that requires a lot of listening and probing questions and, and trying to understand what someone else's needs are. And that's a really important skill. Um, and it sounds like that's something that you're developing there right now, which is great. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think too, that's a really good point about decision-making. When you're in a you know, interview setting and an employer's asking you about, you know, can you tell me about a time when you had to make a difficult decision? You can probably recall one that you had to make as, as a leadership team on the club. What, what's the next event? How do we market this? Who should we, you know, mentor for the next leadership position? These are all really challenging decisions that you have to make as part of a group. And that that's really valuable to an employer that and it will serve you well because you'll be able to draw on those examples when you're demonstrating to an employer that you have those capabilities and those skills so i'm wondering if maybe you guys can share some of the events that you've put on or been part of since you joined the club maybe just to give listeners a sense of what what some of the activities and events are like in case they haven't been part of a, a club at their university? Of course. Um, by and large, I think this academic year has been really busy for our club. We have planned and executed more than eight events so far. Wow. Um, uh, yeah, as you mentioned, we started um, last fall with the HR got, HR's Got Talent, and we also uh, participated in the club's day. We did a career workshop workshop to help with the resumes and cover letters. We did have um, an initial, what we're calling HR learning table. It's in a kind of a lunch and learn where we connect to students with a HR professional to ask questions and learn from their experiences. We also had an HR uh, panel with uh, Lori and Lisa. And then they talked about their career, they podcast as well. Um, and we actually are heading, as we're heading towards the end of the semester, we are planning one last big event before summer break. This will be our first recognition night. Um, the purpose of this event is to be an informal night 
in which we will give certificates to our active members and volunteers. We're gonna offer good food and it will be like a last chance to connect and have fun before our final. And just to make a parenthesis here by active member, our club considers a student who participates in at least two events. So we can give them a certificate and actually recognize their support for our club. So it's gonna be like a pilot in our event, it's gonna be a first time. And we really hope the students engage and like it and maybe we can do that every year. Fantastic. You have had a busy year. There's a lot going on. And, and in between, the club also helped with our HR case competition that we hosted to, yeah. to select a team to go to HRC West. Yes. Jenny, do you want to talk about that? Oh, yes. We plan to have that uh, internal competition. And me and Patricia, we sat down together on a summer and then we spent a whole month to plan for that. The results came in really well that many group and students, they joined in the internal competition. We have time to sit down to spend together to present to the judge as the professor at TAU. And then we learn from each other a lot. So at the end of the day, we have a team uh, and I was a part of that team. We flew to Calgary. We enjoy a lot, we know more, we expand the connection. And we, we again, we step out of our comfort zone to join and to, to, to compete with other universities. And then, yes, we think about maybe in for this year, we can have another internal competition to prepare the best team to present TAU to Calgary again. Fantastic. Yeah. And I want to say congratulations to both of you for, for being on that team and, and thank you for representing the school. I think it's such an incredible learning experience to be part of case competitions in, in our field, because as I've talked about many times on this podcast, one of the challenges with finding that first HR role is not having any experience. And when you work with case studies, it's one of the reasons why we work with them in classes is because it allows you to put yourself in, in the place of an HR professional or a consultant and, and to solve a real business problem and, and cases are based on real organizations. So it's an incredible skill building opportunity and going and, and competing against other schools and, and meeting people that are studying the same topic or the you know pursuing the same profession from other areas of Western Canada, again, in, expands your network of people that you might work with somewhere down the road. So it, it's an incredible opportunity to, to be part of those case competitions, so. Yeah, and I, can I add something to Absolutely. That? Yeah, like the case competition is an incredible experience. It's one thing what you learn in the classroom, another thing is when you're seated there and putting your consultant hat and having to think, okay, how can I help this company? How can I apply everything that I've learned in class? So one thing that re really works really well with us is that we need to work on our critical thinking so hard and have to think, okay, this is not Patricia's student anymore. This is Patricia consultant that is going to bring the best solution. So it's kind of a fun experience. And also we learned a lot. Yeah. Well, and you know, employers 
that know you've been part of that experience and that you had to do that in, I think you have three hours after you're given the case to prepare your, your solution and, and put together a PowerPoint and make a presentation. But it also tells them that you are willing to engage in other activities. It shows them that you have good communication skills, that you have presentation skills, all of those transferable skills that you develop from that. When you put something on your resume or talk about it in an interview and say, oh yeah, I was part of a case competition. But when somebody really understands what that means, there's so much there that demonstrates your abilities to you know, transition into a workplace or an organization. Yeah, the, um, yeah. I, actually, I was just remembering another event that our club also always have every semester is the CPHR open house. We just actually mm. had one last week and uh, I totally forgot about it. <laughs> but That's um, okay. yeah, the CPHR open house is our credit organization in Canada. And many students who are international students might not know about what is CPHR. But it, then our club offered this opportunity of connection with other CPHR um, uh, professionals and also what are the benefits to join the, um, the membership and et cetera. So this is another um, event that our club always promote. Thank you for saying that. I was going to ask you um, if the club does any work with CPHR so that you had a chance to, to mention that. So. That's great. Yeah, having connections with professional associations and, and we're so fortunate to have, you know, our local CPHR folks really engaged with our campus and with our students and, and I think they're a valuable support to students transitioning in their career from being a student to being a professional and um, it's really beneficial to have that connection between the club and the association so yeah, yeah, really wonderful. Okay, last question. How do you plan for succession in the club? So for students that maybe aren't involved in the club yet, but they're in their first year, or they're at another university that has an HR club, because I know there's, there's lots of them across Canada. How do you plan for succession if you have students that are constantly kind of coming and going to make sure that the club stays viable? Actually, succession planning is something new in our club. From my perspective, the club has been in a growing curve since a couple of years ago. Um, we had getting more engagement, more exposure in university, more and more students want to be part of the club. And I kind of got this responsibility under my belt and kind of gave me um, this purpose that I wanted to create um, succession plan so the club could keep the growing curve going up and don't stop when I graduate or other students graduate. So we're actually implementing a new system now where we are gonna have um, more students, volunteers becoming part of the executive team. So the first thing that a student needs to do is be a member of the club. And by being a member of the club, being active, volunteering our events, they can then apply to be part of the executive team like Jenny was before. They can start with a position like event coordinator or operations coordinator or communication coordinator. And as uh, we can get to know more each other, see 
how they want to grow inside the club, they will eventually have the opportunity to grow as a vice president or co-presidents, eventually even to get my position that we I'm already starting my succession plan inside and in, inside the club because I want to make sure that once I give the position to another president, I'm still around for at least one semester so I can help the new president learn, you know, everything around, know how to 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 take charge of the club by themselves and have the confidence that they need. But if they need me, I'll still be around. I'll I'm still be in my last semester. So that's kind of the plan. So we can keep the club alive. I don't know if Jenny wants to uh, add anything to, to this. Yeah, so from my perspective, yes, we start our succession plan, but the thing is like, we are still trying to boost the, the, the club reputation. We're still trying to boost the club name to all the people, to all the students. So we hope that the first year student, they know about us. They know like, oh, there are HRM club existing now. And then even they choose a major in HR or maybe they choose uh, some major in business. They know that we are there to support them, develop. Uh, and then when they have chance to come to us and then show themselves as a volunteer at some position in the club. And we hope that that could be the... The, the way for the student, they start in the club and then become the leadership role one day. So that's oh. what we have in our mind now. Yeah, it is tough to get students in their first semester sort of engaged outside of their studies. And, and I know orientation within our own school we we offer an orientation to new students and I presented one time and talked about ways to be successful, get involved, join a club. We have lots of various clubs related to business studies, um, the finance club, there's the women in business club, there's there's a whole bunch of them, right? But I think sometimes students in first year or first semester just feel overwhelmed with, you know, they may have moved to Kamloops, like both of you, they may have moved from a different country and they're trying to acclimatize themselves. And, and it's really challenging to then take on something else. I know so many of you are working part-time jobs. It's a lot. So I, I think if you can get people engaged in the first semester, that's amazing. And it sounds like you have an incredible plan in place to, to keep things going. So I'm really proud of you guys because you know, we as faculty want to see it continue because we know the benefits, but it's not our club. So we, can, <laughs> we can't really do anything other than promote it and, and support you. But uh, it sounds like you've got, it's in good hands and, and you've got a plan in place. So I do hope that that continues. Is there anything else that you wanted to share with listeners about the club or being an HR student? Either of you, Patricia, do you have anything else you wanted to add? Um, I think that if I could give an advice for any sure. students, just take any opportunity you have to learn and to experiment. Try to get the most of this academic journey. And what I mean by that is go beyond the classroom. I know we learn a lot from classes, but we learn so much more when we actually connect with others, when we engage in activities. And if you are unsure about joining the HR club or any other club, 
you are welcome to come and talk to us at any time and participate in any event to see if you like it. And yeah, I think that's uh, that would be like an advice for any student listening to your podcast. That's great. Jenny, is there anything you wanted to add? Yes. Also, my advice, like, I hope the student, they do not underestimate joining the club because from my personal experience, like when I put all the activities that I have organized in my resume and during the time that I look for a job and went to the interview, the first thing ever when they open my resume, really common reaction, they're like, wow, you are so active and you work in the XRM club. It's your major, it's your, your field. And then from that, I have a lot of story, I have a lot of example to present myself, to introduce myself to them. And then sometimes when I thought about that, I just like, oh, I really don't know what I'm gonna talk to them if I'm not in a club, if I do not um, gather all the information and experience uh, these activities like this. So I think joining the club is always the best way for the students, they open their, their door to their career. And then, yes, we are welcome all the students, not only HR students, we welcome everyone. That's fabulous. You know, and you were successful in getting a great job as well. You yeah. were worried about your, your resume and now it's, it's filling up and you're getting some amazing experience already, even before you graduate. So yeah. I, I think that's fantastic. And just going back quickly to what Patricia said about learning outside the classroom and, and having these experiences. One of the things I observe often with students is that they're in a hurry to just get their degree or diploma finished and, and to get out of there. And I always caution people that sort of take that approach to their university learning because there's a couple of reasons. Number one, you're young. You, you might not feel that way, but you have so much life ahead of you. And even more mature students have so much life ahead of them to work full time, to work in HR look at me, I started a whole new career five years ago that I never thought I was going to have. So you're young, you've got lots of time ahead of you and rushing through it and not actually learning anything isn't going to serve you when you are trying to promote yourself in an interview or even worse, when you get into a workplace and you realize you don't have the knowledge that they expect you to have because you were just going through the motions and, you know, not really digging in and trying things out. So I encourage all students to kind of look at their university time, whether it's your first degree or a post-bac or a master's program, to really use it as an opportunity to learn, to develop skills and capabilities, and to not just worry about getting a piece of paper. Yes, I get it it's a requirement, but that's not really the value of going to university. It's the critical thinking, it's the connections, the relationships, the leadership skills, all of those things that happen when you engage in the experience. So I, I think it's wonderful that you're both doing that. I think it's going to serve you well as professionals. And I think you've done a tremendous 
job of, of building up the club this year. I know in the fall, when we were talking about that HR case competition, we were just blown away by how organized you guys were and how dialed in you were with the, the timelines and everything. It, it was fantastic. And just really proud of both of you for, for everything you've accomplished so far with the club and, and really excited for both of you. Thank you. Thank you. Those are all the questions that I have. I really want to thank both of you for your time. As I said, I know you're busy. You both got a lot on your plates and lots to do, but I appreciate you sharing yourselves with this community because I think there'll be lots of value in this for people that are starting university or in university and not sure how to develop some of the skills that we've talked about and for sharing your stories. And I hope it's okay if I put links where people can connect with you on LinkedIn and also connect with the club in the show notes. Of yeah, course. Absolutely. Yeah. Excellent. Thank you so much. And thank you for being listeners of the podcast as well. I, I really appreciate that and, and all of your support for you know, the students that are in our university, because I think it makes a big difference to have leaders like you there mentoring and, and guiding new students as they, as they embark on their journey. So thank you very much for that. Thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure. And as I, as I told before, when we started, um, your podcast is a real treasure for us. So keep up the good work. And thank you. Thank you so much, Patricia. I really appreciate it. What a fun conversation. I just love those two. I hope you enjoyed learning all about how a student club can help you kick off your career development, your job search while you're still studying at university. Make sure you check out the show notes for this episode wherever you're listening. You can find links to check out the TRU HR Club page and social media so you can follow along with them. I've also left links where you can connect with Jenny and Patricia. I also encourage you to sign up for my monthly newsletter and check out the HR Mentor Fan Club if you want some extra resources to help you with your job search or career planning. There's bonus episodes, there's a decision-making model, as well as an audio lesson on how to have courageous or brave conversations, a skill every HR professional needs. Of course, if you haven't already subscribed to this podcast, click the subscribe button wherever you're listening. And if you have some feedback, don't be shy. Send me a message on LinkedIn, or you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Podbean. As always, I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for being here. Take care. Bye for now.